Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's 14th episode. Yes, episode 14 of the Caesar Show. Another milestone. Wow. And once again, I would just like to say welcome back to everyone that's been following me from the beginning and a warm welcome to the new subscribers. Just to recap you guys on episode 13, we had a recurring guest, Omar Ijaz, a.k.a. Omar Kellerman, and we sat down to talk about his clothing company, Squadron, who has new t-shirts on the way. So be on the lookout for that. And we also sat down to talk about free agency, you know, draft rumors, I mean, trade rumors, the draft lottery, and our finals predictions. But enough of that. Today on episode 14, we will have two special guests from Beyond Nightlife, Jay Roth and Jay Smooth. And let's give them a warm welcome and introduce yourselves and what y'all about, man. Hey, what's up, man? I'm, I'm Jay, Jay Roth or Josh Roth. And I'm the owner of Beyond Nightlife, and we're here with my boy as well. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Smooth, co-owner of Beyond Nightlife. Um, we're here to give y'all good deals, cheap prices, and we out here. What exactly is Beyond Nightlife? Like, like, what is that? All right, so Beyond Nightlife is a sports and 90s apparel business. We sell on VCU campus and we sell online. Uh, we started last May, May of 2016. Uh, we started out just doing, you know, jerseys and then we kind of expanded into shoes. And now we really just do a lot of vintage apparel, polo, Nike, Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, we do baseball, basketball, football jerseys and Jordans and, and stuff like that. And uh, we're local, too, so if you see something you want on the page, we'll come meet you, um, meet at Wawa, at your house, local meetup spot. We will come to you, so don't hesitate. If you see something that you like, hit us up. So my question before we get into today's topic, what made you guys want to start this whole thing, and what was your inspirations? Well, growing up, uh, I always used to buy and sell shoes when I was in high school. I would, I would flip on Craigslist and on Facebook. And then uh, I got to college, kind of fell apart from that. And then I kind of grew towards it when I needed some money. Um, so I kind of started doing it again, building up, building up, got more clothes, went to start going uh, flea markets and start selling. And people start buying and it just kind of kept growing. And uh, Smooth actually started his own little business when he started. I'll let you tell him about that. Um, yeah, I had my thing called uh, Smooth Pickups. Um, it was similar to Beyond Nightlife. Um, I saw my boy doing his thing. And I was like, man, we, we got to come together. You know, we got to come together. We got to make something big and, and put on for RVA. And do you guys have social media like an Instagram and Twitter page that we can all, you know, hop on that bandwagon and then show love to? Yep. So our Instagram and Twitter is both Beyond Nightlife, all one word. And we actually ship nationwide as well. So if you're not local, you can shop at BeyondNightlifeStore.com. Um, yeah, beyondnightlifestore.com. We got great deals. Um, we just left the post office today. We had uh, shipmates going to Georgia, Houston, and Pennsylvania. Um, wherever you are, it doesn't matter. We had orders from Germany. We got you. Fast shipping. You guys heard it here. Beyond Nightlife. Shit, I've been loafing. I need to cop something from there ASAP. Probably going to do that this week. Um, but other than that, let's get into today's hot topics. Today, we're just going to focus on the NBA Finals first two games with a, a few more things at hand. All right. So first of all, game one, you know, it was it was a, it was really a battle of David versus Goliath, the Cleveland Cavaliers versus Golden State Warriors. And it didn't really turn out as planned. The Warriors won 113 to 91. I think game one was more more so of a feel for Um you know, I feel like it's kind of a blessing and a curse for LeBron and his team to be in the East because I feel like, yeah, you get to rest and you get to breeze through, but it's a bad thing because 
you're going through competition that isn't that good. So the first round, you know, he got tested offensively a little bit with the Pacers. Second round, Toronto's fool's gold. Let, let's, let's just get that out the way. Third round, Boston, two undersized. They're still young, not ready. And I feel like that didn't, they didn't really get prepared and, and they weren't really battle-tested for the Warriors. And the Warriors just came out and waxed them. And it's crazy because the Warriors only had four turnovers. Cleveland had 20 turnovers. Kyrie and LeBron James, you know, had on, I think they had 12 turnovers combined. And Kevin Love did not show up. Obviously, he had 21 rebounds, but his defense looked subpar. Like, I don't know what's going on. The bench didn't show up. It, it, it was just bad. Like, what were you guys' impression on game one? Well, game one, well, let me start off by saying LeBron is the best of our generation, point blank, period. Nobody is going to, I don't think, even touch LeBron. Second, um, game one, you know, I was surprised. Honestly, I thought I thought, I thought the Cavs were going to come out. They were going to show him what's up. Um, it didn't happen. A lot of players didn't show up. J.R. Smith had three points. I don't think Corver, Amon Shumpert, or even Tristan Thompson even scored. Maybe they had a bucket here or there. But, you know, if, if they want to win, everybody got to give 100%. Everybody got to at least give you 5 to 10 points. That's the only way that, that the Cavs are going to be able to pull it out. LeBron can't do it all. I mean, as you saw even in Game 2, LeBron even started attacking the rim. He was doing what he had to do, but he had no help, you know. Like I said, I think right now the biggest disappointment in the in the the for the Cavs is J.R. Smith. Boy, you got to get some buckets, man. Come on, J.R., you got to get some buckets out here, man. Um, my cable got cut off, so I missed game one, unfortunately. Just being honest, got cut off, uh, cut off. But I paid the bill, um, but I did see game two. And honestly, when you go man for man, it's going to be a sweep. I'm calling a sweep right now. The Warriors going to win it. Um, it's a wrap. They can't. Okay, well, yeah, like they said, game two, I, I definitely saw some, some key takeaways. Game two, like they said in the postgame after game one, you can't really simulate playing against the Warriors. So I think game two, they came out, they were locked in defensively for the most part, but I think they would have won that game if Kyrie Irving stepped up. Kyrie Irving, I, I don't I don't know if, if he's still like, you know, thinking about Kalani or something, but he, he just didn't want to show up at all. And it, it was awful. It, it was like a combination of good defense by Klay Thompson and, you know, putting multiple bodies on him mixed with he just he was just missing, you know, those easy little easy little easy little shots. Um and it sucks because Kevin Love probably had his best game and and it sucks because that that his performance didn't matter. Um so the key takeaways I just have to say for them is, like I said, the bench players have to step up. And Roth, you said earlier, J.R. Smith first game hit that three point from the corner. After that, he didn't do nothing else after that. And he made stupid fouls in game two. Steph Curry should not be attempting 10 free throws in the first quarter. You know, yes, they have KD, but if they can slow the game down and, and play their style of basketball mixed with that home crowd and, you know, let Kyle Korver, uh, Shumper, you know, all play together. Because when you're at home, you're going to be more comfortable. You know, you're going to sleep in your own bed. You're going to do your normal routines. You're, you're going to be at your best. So I expect them to come back and, and give us a good game three. Another reason why I think the, the Warriors won game two because Steve Kerr came back and I think that, you know, got them over the hump. But we're gonna see. We're gonna see what, what's gonna happen. Um, with that being said, do you think that you guys should be panicking right now? I don't think we're in panic mode yet. You know what they say: the series doesn't start till you lose at home. Uh, so we're going into Game Three, I, and I'm saying we because I'm part of the team. You know what I'm saying? But look, this is how it goes down. 
we need to win game three. That it, it's simple as that. If we lose game three, I might call a sweep as well. If, if we can win game three, just like we did last year. I mean, last year at the same history is repeating right now. If we if we win game three, I think we can then take the momentum to game four. We might lose game five, which is okay. Go back to home game six, win it. If it goes seven, Cavs taking it. Um, I'm still um calling a sweep. It's gonna be a wrap. It's not even gonna be fun to watch. It's the Warriors all the way. All right. Well, Roth, you did say history is repeating itself, and and I and I and, I, and I'm trying I'm trying to agree with you too. I'm really rooting for the Cavs because Katie's one of my boys, but I'm still mad he left Russ. So that that's just gonna stick with me for a while. Um, I did see some comparisons. I saw that they basically got blown out the first two games. Kyrie was iffy, you know, the first two games. So I, I think he's gonna play at a higher level like you said if they lose game three then it's over and I feel like this year if they go down 3-1 it's over so they have to win game three and they have to win game four and then with that being said do you think you guys should play Derek Williams that's I think that's another body you guys can try and he's going to be at home yeah, I was actually thinking that too. I think I think they need to bench Jr. right now. I think they just need to find a different rotation to use. Because I mean, right now he, he's not playing defense and he's not scoring buckets. I mean, so what is he good for? You know, Jr. Smith. You know, if you're listening to this right now, you know we need a bucket. Beyond nightlife, we need a bucket, man. We need you to score. We need you to get at least ten, man. Hit a three. That's all we need, man. Come on. Um, another person that really needs to step up is Iman Shumpert. You know, I feel like he, he playing scared. Whenever he gets the ball, you know, he just pass or shoot. He's, he doesn't do screens. He doesn't go up for the layups. I don't know if him and Tiana Taylor are beefing right now, but he's got to get his head in the game. It might be beefing. You might be right about that. All right. Um, what happens if LeBron gets swept? What does this do for his legacy? Can, are you going to count this against him hard? Like, like, tell me what's on your mind. Definitely not. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, you you have to look at the Warriors as what they are. Like, this is a superstar team. I do know one thing. If if they do get swept or even if they lose, the offseason is about to be crazy because they are going, and I guarantee they're either going to get Carmelo or they're going to get PG-13. It's going to happen. And we're going to have some superstar squads in the NBA. Everybody is going to team up with somebody because the Warriors are going to be the team to beat. In order to beat them, you have to be crazy, crazy, crazy good. So that's what's going to happen. What about LeBron's legacy? Man, LeBron's legacy is already set. This man came back 3-1. If he comes back, okay, look, if he if he ends up winning this series, he's greatest of all time. I don't want to hear it. He's greatest of all time because there's not going to be ever a team in the NBA who's going to be better than the Warriors that you'd have to beat. There's no team that's ever, that, that can be better than that. Like, they're, like, the best that it can, it can happen. They're better than the Cavs, to t- like, on paper. I mean, as you see in the first two games, they're better than the Cavs. But if somehow they can find a way to win, that's all they have to do. You just got to find a way to win. You don't have to hit this. You don't have to do that. Find a way to win the game, just like they did during the season. It came down to the last shot. KD messed up. He tripped, and they they found a way to win. That's all they got to do. And what do you think, Smooth? (laughs) I don't think it's going to make a uh, mess up his legacy. I think this is like his seventh or eighth final in a row. They're still going to go to the finals next year, the year after that, probably the year after that. So, I mean, he's, he's one of the greats, honestly. I mean, I don't think it will be tarnished at all. It makes me think, like, should you guys have tried to trade for Melo in the first place for Kevin Love? You know, I, I was actually thinking that earlier. Um, I don't think so. I mean, because at the end of the day, 
I think it's better to get somebody in the offseason so you can really, you know, polish it out. Because, I mean, if, if it wouldn't have worked, then he probably would have he would have left right then. We would have got half a season of Carmelo. I'd rather him, if, if we do end up losing, I'd rather get Carmelo, get get Paul George, let him work the offseason, come out next year, and shoot, what a season it will be. We're going to see. I, I, I think Paul George wants to beat LeBron, but then again, if Golden State's out in the West, why not join LeBron? Do you think if LeBron gets swept, he's going to stay in Cleveland or go elsewhere? I, I My dream team for LeBron, if he wanted to stay in the East, was you know to play with the Bucks, Jabari Parker, Antetokounmpo, Middleton. What are your thoughts on that? Nah, I think he's going to stay in Cleveland the rest of his career. I, I think he, he found home. He's won him a ring. You know, that's what he came back to do. And I think he's just going to continue to build Cleveland and hopefully, you know, bring some more rings just like this year. It's going to happen. They're coming back, baby. Yeah, he still owes a lot of property tax on his crib in Cleveland. He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so if KD gets his first ring, what does this mean for his legacy? That don't mean nothing, bro. All right, hold on. Let me explain a little something real quick. This man went to the best team. So back in 2010, when LeBron lost to Boston, right, LeBron had three options. He could either create a team, leave, leave, my, uh, leave Cleveland, create a team, boom. He could stay with Cleveland and create a team in Cleveland, or he could join Boston and guarantee himself to the finals. What did he do? He left, went to Miami. Last year, this man, Kevin Durant, lost to Golden State. He had three options. He could stay in OKC and build that team. He could go to another team and build that team, or he could join Golden State. This man joined the best team ever. They were they broke the record last year. They went to the finals. They had a 3-1 lead, and they lost, of course, to the, to the Cavs. But still, you went to the best team. Bro, if I was out there instead, instead of Kevin Durant, I would score 20 night playing with Steph Curry, bro. Like, it happens. Like, you're going you're gonna to do good. This does nothing to his legacy. KD, you trash. Honestly, I'm 50-50 I'm about it, because if you're a free agent, wouldn't you want to go to the best team or struggle and probably never, ever, ever see a finals in the rest of your life? So he does have a point. You ask any other player, hey, if I'm a free agent, who's the best team? Um, but honestly, I feel like the move, I'm 50-50 because it is like a sucker move. Like if he walks through the room right now with his ring on, I'd be like, yo, what's good, bro? And like keep it moving. Like It's not really nothing. Like no, res no respect for if the ring, I mean, I'm sure um, KD's going to be happy that it has a ring, but it's like you didn't really truly work that hard to get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, at the same time, um, you know, if, if you're if you're an open gym and there's a team that's out there just winning, 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 they beat you, they beat you, they beat you four times in a row. Hey, look, they lost a player. Hey, hey you want to pick up with them or you want to create a team and, and go at them? I mean, I'm always going to go at them. I, I don't want to join the best team. Then what, what? who are you competing against? KD is not a competitor no more. This man took the easy route. And, you know, I think I think he, he he's just not a competitor. I have mixed reviews on both. At the same time, like, I'm a competitor too. So if that was me, I would go to a different team. But, you know, when you have society always going at you saying you need a ring, you need a ring, you need a ring, I think that's the best thing you're going to do. And I heard it's nice in San Francisco over there, you know, the girls, the investments, all that. His legacy, I think it will be tainted a little bit. But when you look years past this, no one's going to, no one's going to bring it up because, yes, he did something a little different from LeBron, but LeBron was the pioneer as far as forming a super team. So people are going to follow suit. And I, and I, I don't think it's, at the end of the day, it's not going to be a bigger deal. This Warriors team isn't going to last that long. There's always going to be injuries and whatnot. So let them get it while it lasts right now. So with this finals win, 
Do you think if Curry keeps playing at this level, will his performance from the past two years be forgotten? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I think it will be. I mean, as well as he's playing right now, he's he's dancing on the court, hitting threes from twenty feet behind the three point line. Like, I mean, I think I mean I think it already was forgotten. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I think more people focused on LeBron last year instead of on the downfall of Curry. So. I didn't even remember his, his years where he was struggling, you know. When you picture of Curry, are you picture him going for 30, 40, nothing but freeze, threes all game. So it's, it will definitely be forgotten. I agree, I agree, I agree. Man, Kyrie, where you at? Like, you got to step up. I need you to step up. I need you to step up. Like, I, I put money on this on this whole series. I got – I still have Cavs – Actually, I changed my mind. I had Cavs and six at first, but now I'm going to say Cavs and seven just like last year. But I don't think they're going to go down 3-1. What are you guys' prediction? Well, actually, Smooth, you said it's a sweep, so I'm not even going to ask you. <laughs> Rod, what do you think uh, your predictions? What are your predictions? What are your predictions, man? This is what's going to happen. If everybody steps up, Kyrie comes to play, gives if, – if Kyrie comes to ball, he's going to wear out Steph. And Steph's going to be tired. He's not going to do as well offense. That's what happened last year. If everybody comes to play, Cavs taking the next two at home. They're going to tie the series up. They're going to go back to Golden State. Golden State's going to take game five. Cleveland's going to take game six. Game seven, hey, Cavs going to pull it out. Let's go, Cleveland. Yeah, game seven is always for the money. And if it's one game, I'm going with Kyrie and LeBron over anybody. So we're going to see, man. We're definitely going to see. Who wins the finals MVP for both sides? Whoever wins. I mean, well, we already know who's going to win for the Cavs, but who do you think is going to win the finals MVP for the Warriors? I mean, I definitely I think it's going to be KD when it should be Curry. <laughs> nah, you know what? Give it to JaVale McGee, man. That man out here balling. Forget Durant, man. Um, definitely KD. Um, he definitely has a statement. He wants to let the whole world know. It would be cool if Beyonce Weber was still in the Warriors and he made the game-winning shot. That would be lit. Um, but KD is going to take the MVP. Sweet. All right, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys for coming on. J-Rob, J-Smooth, much love to you. And, and once again, just tell everybody about where we can get all of you, you guys' clothing and shoes from Beyond Nightlife. Yeah, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Beyond Nightlife. And if you're not local, uh, we ship nationwide, beyondnightlifestore.com. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at underscore J Roth. And uh, follow my personal page, J underscore smooth22. And Beyond Nightlife, uh, Twitter, Instagram, good deals only. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoy episode 14. This is probably one of our best episodes yet. I just want you guys to make sure to follow me on all forms of social media at Sir Seasons. That's S-I-R-S-E-E-Z-U-S. And tune in to next week's episode. <laughs>